Welcome back to Kubi's Commentary for the week of September 19th, 2022. Last week, the S&P 500 turned sharply lower, wiping out the previous week's 3.7% gain plus another 1%, with a loss of 4.8% for the five-day session. The Nasdaq fared even worse, suffering a 5.5% decline, the Russell 2000 shed 4.5%, and all 11 sectors finished in the red. Most of the damage was done on Tuesday after a hotter-than-anticipated CPI report, with the headline print for August rising 8.3% from a year ago. Even though the month-over-month increase in CPI was only 0.1%, U.S. stocks lost almost $4 trillion of market value in one day. Looking more carefully at the breakdown of the cost increases, it was almost entirely in food and shelter, while many other costs declined. Additionally, it was the smallest monthly increase in food costs this year, suggesting actually a positive trend. Supporting our view that inflation has begun to retreat, evidence of the economic slowdown came on Friday when FedEx Corp pulled its full-year guidance and warned it will implement cost-cutting initiatives to contend with soft global shipment volumes due to what it sees as significantly worsening global economy. The market didn't like that news either, as stocks traded deep in the red all day, with a likely short-covering rally during the last hour somewhat lessening the pain. On other fronts, the dollar continued to climb, while crude oil and gold both declined. The yield on the 10-year Treasury increased 8 basis points to 3.45%, its highest level in over a decade. The yield curve remained inverted, with 2-year rates about 40 basis points higher than the 10-year rate. Whereas 3.5% or 4% seems high during the last 14 years of government-coordinated artificially low rates, 8% rates were common throughout the 80s, and 6% plus rates followed in the 90s, continued by 4-5% rates prior to the financial crisis of 2008. North Star senior research analyst Jim Lane monitors a wide variety of economic data points that are relevant to our portfolio holdings. Based on that analysis, we believe that the Fed is once again behind the curve, fighting the battle against inflation a year too late and with evidence that the inflation rate might drop precipitously in the near term. His analysis follows. Financial market participants certainly seem to take the Tuesday inflation data as confirmation of a long runaway of upward interest rates for the foreseeable future, but not so fast. While some of the 20 or so PPI components we track, such as tires for trucks and buses, and leather hides, skins, and related products for footwear, continue to increase at high rates, others are beginning to decelerate such as office supplies and luxury hotels. In fact, on Wednesday, September 14th, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that the goods component of the PPI declined 1.2%, while overall PPI was 8.7% year-over-year, versus 9.8% July and 11.2% in June 2022. The two straight months of PPI deceleration is the first time that has happened since March 2020. As we stated in March of 2021, when our research showed PPI accelerating in many verticals prior to such inflation showing up in the consumer price index, we believe PPI is more predictive than CPI. In our view, PPI readings will likely surprise lower than expected in coming months. The recent PPI deceleration is consistent with recent news from corporations that provide real economy-based market data points rather than survey-based calculations that the BLS supplies in CPI and PPI. Until recently, corporate earnings disappointments in 2022 were largely margin-related due to rising input costs. But this past week, along came a spider called FedEx Corp, 
This was the highest profile company to announce slowing sales and unit volumes. Similarly, just this week, the Wall Street Journal highlighted the overproduction and oversupply of goods that Scott's miracle Grow is wrestling with. SMG is struggling to clear excess inventory that resulted from expanding production during the peak of yard work and gardening that the COVID-19 pandemic shutdowns triggered. From our conversations with corporations and our research, SMG is not alone. The SMG situation mirrors that at Newell Rubbermaid, which the prior week announced a sales shortfall. In that announcement on September 6, NWL lowered its sales guidance, explaining, we've experienced a significantly greater than expected pullback in retailer orders. Based on these recent trends from FedEx, Scott's miracle Grow, and Newell Rubbermaid, and our discussions with other companies, it seems that the COVID-19-induced production and inventory increases were as contagious as the virus. Our research shows similarly bloated inventories across a broad range of products in many industries, including some medical consumables, recreation products, home-building materials, and everyday household items. In our view, the PPI and CPI survey data that the Fed focuses on lags the real economy market data that corporations provide. That real economy market data is signaling deflationary forces gaining strength. Inventory flushes and production cutbacks that could lead to higher unemployment seem likely. In the short run, the consumer might benefit from less inflation and even some deflation in more and more areas other than just retail gas prices that have fallen throughout the summer months. We expect gradually more dovish Fed speak as increasingly recessionary data emerges as most corporations slow production, lower output, and likely reduce employee headcount. Our discussions and research on earnings trends suggest that the Fed is defying the skate to where the puck is going advice of the great one Wayne Gretzky as the Fed's hawkish tone is generated from where prices have been recently rather than where prices are very likely heading. Last year in 2021, the Fed was late to recognize that inflation was going to be sticky rather than transitory, and it increasingly looks to us that the Fed may be missing emerging deflationary forces late yet again. Whenever the Fed does recognize what we are already seeing, equity markets should begin discounting a less hawkish Fed and a more positive economic growth prospect. We are not holding our breath given this Fed's track record, but we are positioned well for such a sentiment pivot. Thank you, Jim, for those comments. It was also a tough week for Chicago sports fans, as the Chicago Bears were the only Bears suffering defeat, as Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers beat up on them Sunday night at Lambeau Field. Additionally, the White Sox slipped another game behind the Cleveland Guardians in the AL Central. Turning to this week, on Wednesday, the Federal Open Market Committee will announce its decision on monetary policy, with a high likelihood of an increase in the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points to a range of 3 to 3.25%. We have made clear in this commentary, as well as seemingly every weekly commentary for the last 15 months, our viewpoint on appropriate monetary policy. Hopefully, Chairman Powell will emphasize that future decisions will be data-dependent, rather than jawboning the market down and the economy into a recession. Finally, we have stocks on the move. Down 11.1% was United Parcel Service Inc., ticker UPS. UPS was down with the broader market last week and was also sold off in response to FedEx's disappointing earnings pre-announcement, where they withdrew guidance and disclosed volumes were down globally due to worsening macroeconomic trends. Down 18.3% was Steelcase Inc., ticker SCS. Steelcase shares fell last week after being downgraded from buy to neutral by Sedoti on concerns of declining office furniture demand and excruciating inflationary pressures from its European markets. The company has continued to increase prices, 
and implement surcharges in response to these cost headwinds. The following stocks moved on no significant company news. Up 21.2% was Evolution Petroleum Corp, ticker EPM. Down 22.1% was Dallas News Corp, ticker DALN. Down 16.3% was Value Line Inc., ticker VALU. Down 15.3% was Carparts.com Inc., ticker PRTS. Down 13.5% was Superior Group of Companies Inc., ticker SGC. Down 12.8% was ABM Industries, ticker ABM. Down 11.4% was Orion Energy Systems Inc., ticker OESX. Down 10.7% was Rocky Brands Inc., ticker RCKY. Down 10.7% was 1-800-Flowers.com Inc., ticker FLWS. Down 10.5% was Advanced Micro Devices Inc., ticker AMD. And finally, down 10.1% was Allied Motions Technology Inc., ticker AMOT. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's blog. Feel free to reach out to your advisor if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Have a great rest of your week. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Financial advice is offered through North Star Investment Management Corp. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Financial advice is offered through North Star Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. North Star Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of New Edge Securities, Inc., The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that North Star Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which North Star Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product referenced directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will be equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure Privacy Notice and Business Continuity Plan Summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.